Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Blair Douglas joining us again here from Malachite Yoga. We're excited to have her back to talk more about the work she does here to help you transform and, of course, inspire you and help you in so many ways. Let's welcome you back to the show. How are you doing today, Blair? I'm good. How are you, Jill? I'm doing great. Please uh, say hello. Tell us a little bit about you, your company to start before we get to today's main topic for the day. Yeah, of course. Uh, so like Jill said, I'm Blair. Uh, my background is in yoga therapy. I specialize in chronic pain, neurological disorders, and functional mobility issues. Uh, I own Malachite Yoga, which you can contact me at any point on the website, which is M-A-L-A-C-H-I-T-E, yoga.com. Okay, thank you so much. And I know we had some great conversations in the past about the work you do and how you help so many. And you have classes. What did you want to share for us today? Yeah, so I thought it'd be nice today to talk a little bit about like the education background of like when you go into yoga therapy, because it is such a drastically different medium, somewhat than teaching a yoga class. And for me, the background is I went through and interviewed different schools before I made a decision. And part of the reason I made the decision to go with like Inner Peace Yoga Therapy, who is run by a woman named Michelle Lawrence, who's the director there, is she gives you an opportunity to work with some of the best in the industry in these different topics. And what I like about that and what you start to learn is based on what teacher you're interacting with or what staff or faculty, they have different backgrounds, right? Different educational backgrounds and different insight into stuff, which is good. So you're getting perspectives from not just one one area, but you're getting multiple opinions and perspectives from multiple different directions. And why I think that's important when you're, even when you're researching like a new doctor or other things like that, is you want to find out is like those, their background a little bit. Yep. And also, is it somebody that's like, okay, they've spent some time researching different things and having an understanding, just like any doctor you go see, or if you saw multiple doctors, let's say, say you have an injury, you go see somebody, you get somebody's opinion, you're like, I don't think, like the information I got from them doesn't feel like it's best suited to me. So you go get a second opinion, and sometimes yep. that opinion is different. So just kind of starting to learn when anybody's seeking out, like, so let's say a yoga therapist, learning a little bit about their education and background, who they follow, like who their teachers are and their lineages, even though, yes, it is some back work for the client, it is be really crucial and helpful for them going into the situation to kind of have an understanding of that person. Um, the reason I bring this up is I just even notice in myself sometimes, like I've had to switch doctors in the last like year and a half. I had a doctor that moved and I was like, crap like <laughs> yeah panic mode but yeah because you're like you're used to that person it's like okay so I need to go spend some time figure out who I need to like see now for xyz um but yeah having the opportunity to do background research contact people you want to work with find out their education background and like what lineages and understandings they use and modalities so like we've discussed before so me as a yoga therapist when I see my clients I'm seeing them on an individual basis. Once in a while, I do teach classes, and you'll hear in my languaging when I'm teaching a group class, it's very built around um, chronic pain. Mm-hmm. And and it's not to say that like everybody attending my class needs to be living having chronic pain 
stuff go on or anything like that. What it does is it just opens a door that might not exist in another class for people that are living in those experiences. Um, and that's a lot of it's about languaging. So my lineage also, besides through Michelle and through Inner Peace, is through Pain Care Aware, which is out of Canada, and it's run by Neil and Lisa Pearson. And his education and background is extremely extensive and extremely informed. And what's good about their programming as well is they're constantly revamping. And what that means is like anytime you get new information in, doing the background research, understanding it further so that I can give it to my clients is a big point in like why we keep educating ourselves. So finding out too, whoever you're working with, are they still continuing education? Are they still looking into stuff? Because that's sometimes where you see people get kind of caught out on, well, this person has one idea and they've been teach like telling me this exact same thing for the last 15 years. But is that thing still actually valid or have mm. we have do we have actual new research that can tell yeah. us differently? Um, all that being said, part of today, what I wanted to chat about is just having a little brief understanding, too, with my clients and where like yoga therapy can fit in for them when they're seeing a doctor, seeing other people and where we can kind of interact and um, kind of mesh. So I know for you, Jill, you've talked about this before, like having some wrist stuff go on mm -hmm. and some some other things, right? So I know you have it happening because we've talked about it briefly, but it's one of those things like I'm sure you've gone in, you've seen a doctor, they've kind of talked to you about it. When you talk to your doctor about it, what were the steps, if you don't mind me asking, what were the steps they asked you to take after? Oh, gosh. No, well, it was uh, the, the icing, the the heat, the physical therapy. The try not to overuse it or try not to use it, which is hard when you're right-handed, right? -handed, right? Um, mm -hmm. And uh, but uh, protocol: see the other doctor, get the cortisone shot, um, and the physical therapy three times a week. So yeah, I did get a list of things, and can I be honest with you? It's getting mm -hmm. it's getting better finally after two months. It's finally feeling better. But you're right; they gave me the list of the steps. Okay. Yeah, so you get this list of steps. And so for some people, like that works really well. We see a lot of success when people have um, almost like an algorithm to go through. Like yep. you have this checklist. We're going to go see the PT. We're going to mm -hmm. do this other stuff. Oh, then I did that. They sent me to the nerve test specialist. You're right. That was another step. Okay. Yep. Mm -hmm. So we, we have this blend of steps we're taking. Okay. And what can happen for some people, though, we have all the steps. We have all the stuff happening. But... Sometimes that doesn't fully click together mm -hmm. or there's just a disconnect in one of those areas where it's like, I don't fully, like I'm getting some benefit, mm -hmm. but it's still not improving or years down the road, stuff comes back. And so what they've learned too, especially like with pain, right, is your body remembers things, mm -hmm. which is not surprising, right? So like yeah. if you've, let's say, um, had a night out with your friends and you drank a little too much of one certain alcohol mm -hmm. and became quite quite sick from said alcohol typically what you'll see happen if you go to a party and somebody offered you that and you smelt it a lot of times people have this visceral reaction of like oh no uh -huh. like your body does not want that put back in so it's learned something that like this caused this other thing to happen mm -hmm. so we have this memory even though at the moment you haven't even 
like drank that, right? But we're having this reaction of like, whoa, okay, no, I can't ever have that again. Yeah. So we see people, but it's sometimes hard to relate those. Like this is a really, a, a broader example of like, which is usually pretty relatable to people because anybody who's had alcohol most likely has mm-hmm. at some point indulged maybe a little too much, but it kind of teaches us something like, okay, so we've learned this thing and the body is sending out this alarm system or is telling us something like, Hey, no, we're going to stop here. We want you to pivot, change direction. So how do we, the people that are having this disconnect, so they're still seeing all the people, but something's still not clicking. Like things aren't fully improving Mm -hmm. and then we'll go through, through ebbs and flows. One of the key points that can happen with that is, you know, what is going on in their life and so that's where some a lot of times like a yoga therapist comes in because we're looking at you as a whole person so if you came to me jill let's Mm -hmm. say you're like okay it's been getting a little bit better but i'm still having some like and this let's say this is six months down the road where the damage or anything that's happened in there should be pretty healed by now but Mm -hmm. we're still having a lot of sensation and stuff come up Mm -hmm. one of the topics we talk about is so what does your lifestyle look like? What, like, what's your interaction on a daily basis? Um, what are your stressors going on right now? Things like that. Sometimes even just having people talk to me about those things, gives somehow you. it gives Triggers. them a little bit of like, <laughs> yeah, it can be a trigger or it can be like, mm-hmm. okay, I felt like I just needed to get that off my chest and say it to a third party yep. who didn't have an agenda mm-hmm. on anything I just said. True. Um, so that's where like we step in, right? We're, we're there as a support system to really see you as a whole person to help you also feel more, um, as if like you have gained, regained control of your own system. And one thing we've, you know, with newer science learn, like pain can be changed. It's not something where it's like you have this going on and you're kind of stuck with it. We know the nervous system constantly is in change. We can control and fix not necessarily fix, but change it mm-hmm. is what I mean to say. So I'd be curious to ask you too. So I know you're seeing a PT right now. Mm-hmm. How is the PT stuff been going? Like, do you find that makes a big difference? Yes, I totally do. There's different facets to the physical therapy where there's the ultrasound machine, then there's the manual workout that you do with the little balls and the little grippy things and the weights. And then there's also the the 10 stimulation section. So there's like three or four different elements that we switch up each time. So, and staff is a pleasure. I love that. There's good people there. It makes me happy to go there. It doesn't feel like a drag, you know? Yeah. And that can make a huge difference too, is like environment and who's interacting with mm-hmm. you while you're doing, doing said things. So if you came home, let's say, and you'd been given some work to do from the PT and the PT is like, Hey, every day I want you to do this. You're like, okay, I have a time slot. I'm going to do this every day. Mm -hmm. Most days you get it done. Totally fine. Let's say one day your partner comes in, bad mood. You're in the middle of this. Start talking to them. They're having a slight argument with you. And you're like, I'm in the middle of this though. Mm -hmm. And what you can see happen for some people is then they digress a little. Like, right? Like, Oh, yeah. Today it started feeling a lot worse. And it's that reconnection of remembering that our pain is so influenced even by people, interactions we're having with people, uh, the way people speak to us, mm-hmm. environment, uh, the weather, like, you know, is it sunny? Is it not sunny? 
Yeah. Uh, how is my mood today? Things like that. So once we kind of have a better understanding of, okay, so all these things can affect us. Mm-hmm. That for even my clients, like I don't tell them necessarily, like everything's going to affect you. What I do tell them is we're going to learn about you specifically and find ways that we can get in that help you then to re-regulate your nervous system and your other systems that actually correlates with you. So what I give, like say I give you Jill, I wouldn't give to my like 75 year old like client Mm -hmm. who has something else going on, but there could be one thing that overcrosses that works for both of you. So that's where the customization with yoga therapy can be really what I've seen be most beneficial for people because they're like, I'm actually getting something built for me. Mm-hmm. And even though there's ideas from, you know, other aspects of it, there's still something there to be said of like, okay, this is custom built to me. Yeah. Um, but so that's where when people, I, this happens quite a lot. They'll ask me, they're like, I don't really understand what would be the point of going to go with therapy. And, you know, completely valid. If you're not suffering with something though, that is, it doesn't really mesh like going to a yoga class will make you feel could make you feel amazing Mm -hmm. if you're not in the middle of suffering through something but if you are that's where like we can kind of step in as a a therapeutic process to help support said individuals um one of the greatest things i've ever like that i've experienced too for myself is i've started really i started learning my own pain system so as I started school, I kind of realized I was like, I was really drawn to chronic pain information, but also you're drawn to your teachers, right? So like Neil and Lisa Pearson, the way they teach and the way they educate is through like story, science, like a ton of different ways that really can, for me, the way I process and learn stuck then. Mm -hmm. And so, but I started, what I took away too from that was I started learning my own pain system and my own interactions with it and it opened this massive door to me being like okay I actually have way more control of what's happening in my body and and can get not correct but better feedback information when I am having pain and so another thing I talk to people about is they're in pain and then what is that though is it an acute pain or chronic pain and those are two very different things in the sense of Acute pain is like, you say you use your hand a whole bunch mm-hmm. and you hold a bunch of weeds or we're doing a bunch of stuff and like you had a flare up because you were, everything was getting moved and moved and moved, but then you also smacked your hand into a door frame yeah. or, you know, something where it's like, I have physically done something quite severe where it's like, okay, yeah. Or I've cut myself, something where it's like, yes, we know there is, something's happened. On the other hand, where we have chronic pain is where it's, this consistent pain that's happening and our our alarm like system is sending information to us when it's at points where it's like okay I'm just sitting here but I'm yet in a ton of pain mm-hmm. why <laughs> like, yeah there's a, there's a lot of questions like why is that happening so for for us the opportunity is like okay let's start to learn about that for me I started figuring out okay I can step back after something's happened or if I'm in a bunch of pain and do a check-in system with myself. That's like what works for me in my chronic pain is for me, I start with a check-in system. Okay. What's happening? Like, where are my thoughts right now? 
How's my body tension? Mm-hmm. How's my breath? Which these are all pillars of pain care aware and meal and laces stuff too. Checking in with those. Am I in a safe environment or a stable environment where I don't feel like I'm in some kind of danger situation, right? So check in with those. Sometimes that, just that simple check-in for me can re-regulate my system to calm down and not be sending those signals. You know, another thing for me as well is like, okay, we do the check-in and then I'll like do a body scan and I'll imagine almost like um, a copier. Like, mm-hmm. you know, a copier, it's like yeah. going down, similar, light coming down the body and very much internalizing that sensation almost as like if the ball of light was warm and it was giving you a relaxation point to go through your body. Like those are things that really work for me. Mm-hmm. They work for some of my clients, not other ones, but that's kind of what's fun too for my, from my point of view and my aspect is like every time I get to work with a client, it's like a whole new environment and experience because I'm learning somebody else and it's exciting. Like mm-hmm. that's part of what I love about it is I get to show up and like create something with somebody that's, you know, yes, they should hopefully will get benefit from, but also it's just getting to use this mind of curiosity to learn about that person where maybe they weren't getting it um, through other people or other things or stuff along that line. But I'd be curious to hear too from you. So in the, remind me again, when they did your stuff, it was a carpal tunnel. No. So the the nerve test, they said it's not carpal tunnel. So they diagnosed it originally as arthritis and uh, tendonitis and then go for, we did the x-ray to make sure. And then the tendonitis, they said it was that. And then the, um, what was the word I just used? Tendonitis and arthritis, but Mm -hmm. go for the nerve test. And then we did the nerve test and the nerve test confirmed it's not carpal tunnel. I'm not getting the numbing, the tingling. I still, they shot all those electrodes in and everything's okay. So it's a matter of working on the tendonitis and arthritis from the overusage of my hands. Yeah. And so right now you're kind of backed off on using your hands a little. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. And how has that been going in the sense of just like... Well, the, the left day-to-day. one started to hurt for a while. So now I'm just like, I'm finally feeling a little better on both. So it's a miracle. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it takes time. And I, gosh, you know, God forbid, it happens to people where they don't feel better, but there comes a, like a threshold pain. I'm past that. Thank goodness I'm on the way. I feel like I'm on the road to recovery, which is good. Yeah. And that's too like... I, I see that happen a lot with other clients and other people I've talked to, right? We, we've been told not to use one element of our body. Mm-hmm. So we use, we start compensating Overuse with the other the side. Other, yeah. And then they're like, well, now the other side's starting to hurt. And, you know, it could be a mixture of all these things, right? It could be that we're already stressed and nervous that I'm not going to come go back to my normal, what my normal is, whatever that looks like for you. It could be a combination too of like, okay, I am overusing this and I know I have some stuff going on or, you know, my body positioning isn't maybe the best while I use stuff. And so there's just this blend of stuff I see happen for people that I'm like, okay, so we start to learn that about each person and kind of what happens and what you'll see also for people. And this is something uh, Neil talks about too, is like, if you get hurt, let's say this, I'll use an example of something that happened to me, which was ironic 
slightly funny and just ridiculous. So I was, I was driving down the highway and I was in traffic. I needed to sneeze. And I was like, okay, I don't want to, this is dumb. I don't want to close my eyes because I was like, I'm doing like 70 on the highway. So I did this thing where I sneezed, but I clenched my whole body up quite hard. And what happened was I clenched so hard that I sprained one of my ribs and immediately was like, I think it just broke a rib because I had no idea what just happened. It was just Mm -hmm. shooting pain through my rib. And I actually was in route following my mom. We were going somewhere for like a luncheon thing. I was supposed to stop and meet her at this like store. She watches me drive past. And then I realized I drove past turnaround because this has happened. And my brain is on overload of like, uh, of course. I am messed up. <laughs> this is not good. So, and she asked me, she, you know, I get out of the car and she's like, what happened? I was like, I sneezed. I don't know what I've done. But uh. like, I am in horrific pain through my ribs. And, you know, this was my early 20s. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it's not like I had, and I at that point had no mobility really issues going on, nothing like that. But, and it seems so silly. It wasn't like I was lifting a heavy weight or mm-hmm. doing anything. I, all I did was sneeze, but the internal pressure pushed. So um, I called a friend who's a doctor as well and, um, you know, talked to her. And Marley told me, like, she's like, I don't think you've broken it, but I'm pretty sure you have sprained it. And so Thank she goodness. sent me some videos mm-hmm. of ways I could K tape my back, right? Okay. So Michael, my partner, K taped me. And uh, I was like, okay, so now my mobility is restricted. And I know it's restricted because, like, if I laugh, it hurts. Oh, my gosh. Uh, If I turn really quickly, it hurts. So I'm like, okay, so I'm aware that my mobility is now restricted. But I also am the person, and this was pre-me becoming a therapist, where I'm like, I still need to go to class, though. (laughs) So what I did was... I would go to class and I just learned like, okay, I'm going to just do everything in this forward motion. So I'd hold a plank forward motion, no side twisting, no bending that way. And over time, everything improved, like it did heal. But what I noticed happened is all the muscles around that space tensed up and got very tight. So part of it was the system trying to support me. The other part was my whole body system. So your alarm system like say your pain system it will your body will continually try to protect you and sometimes that doesn't even just it doesn't just look like pain it looks like muscle tension uh weakness can show up like people like you can't pick something up all of a sudden because it's like i should have all this muscle here i don't know why if you keep trying to do something sometimes it will override other systems to be like okay now you can't pick that up because your arm is so weak so it's learning those things like okay, what's going on here? And like, that was a good case in point for me where I learned like, okay, it totally transitioned the muscle area around that. And on the opposite side of my back started acting up and I still can feel it today. Like how long ago was it? That was probably seven years ago. Wow. And I still can feel it on occasion. Like I'll be in a plank pose and I'm like, I can feel the muscles tightening in the area that was supporting the opposite side. It's a learned trait that's happened and it's not, and I know I have no tissue damage there. I'm Mm -hmm. well aware of that, but I do know I still have 
sensory systems that are still firing a little stronger in those areas for me. Got it. Well, thank you for being here and talking about this. Uh, we still got a minute left. Uh, okay. We, um, yeah, it's amazing how the pain, the cons of the pain and how we feel and everything's just so affected. You never think about this. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think, you know, if I could leave anybody with stu- like some information a day is, you know, if you're seeing other people and something is still not clicking, that's where like yoga therapy can really come in and we can build custom plans to help support you. But also just knowing like it's okay to ask questions, learn more about pain science, find educational information. My, I have a big suggestion would be like go to paincareaware.com, which is uh, through my teachers and they have free resources on there of videos and stuff people can watch just to learn more so you guys because we want people to walk away with information. We want you to feel confident. And sometimes that is working individually with a yoga therapist. Sometimes it's just starting that path down of like, I just need a little education before I jump into the pool. Got it. It's so true. Well, thank you for the education. How can we contact you? Um, You can contact me anytime at malachiteyoga.com. That's M-A-L-A-C-H-I-T-E yoga.com. Perfect. Thank you so much. And in closing today, how did you want to leave off? Um, You know, just education can really be supportive and learning your systems can really be helpful and not to be afraid that pain is changeable. And we know for a fact it's changeable. So don't worry. Perfect. Thank you so much. All right, Malachite Yoga, I appreciate your time today, Blair. Have a fantastic day. Thank you for being here. Thank you. All right. We'll talk soon. Enjoy your day. And to all of our listeners, stay tuned. More of the show is on the way. Bye-bye. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Okay, Simon, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. And what do people normally wear? Clothes. Exactly. So now mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Clothes keep us warm, they look good, and if we go out without them, the neighbors will talk. So it's important to know how to get dressed. Here's how it's done. Underwear always comes first, name tag of the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole, or you have to start all over. If you're wearing a tie, it goes over, round, round, through, and pull tight. Tuck your shirt into your pants and zip up your fly. Socks go in first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and you're left with bunny ears. I love bunnies. Good to know. Now remember, spots don't go with stripes, socks don't go with sandals, and if you've tucked in your shirt, wear a belt. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But spending just two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier and could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. For fun two-minute videos to watch while brushing, visit 2min2x.org. That's 2min2x.org. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council.